Well, uh, welcome everybody to another podcast here on what's a beautiful day in Central Texas. Hope it's beautiful wherever you are too. And by the way, I want to thank my grandson-in-law, Seth Raymond, for putting together the uh, cover logo that we use as well as for this music. And he did it all. He's so smart. So Seth, thank you very much. And today we're doing our third podcast. Hope you've heard the other two. And if you haven't, well, give them a listen. They're on all kinds of places. They're on Instagram, uh, iHeart. Now, um, uh, of course, here on Podbean. And uh, so anyway, wherever you listen to podcasts, look for them. It's called Oh, The Stories I'll Tell by yours truly, Ronnie Jordan. Today, we're going to talk about uh, Oh, The Sound of Children. That's the name of today's podcast. And, uh, you know, um, I remember I paused uh, just long enough a few years ago to listen to the grandchildren. At that time, there were only five of them. Now there are, are you ready for this, 13. Well, we were in the backyard and uh, they were being their usual selves. It seemed that everything out there interested them. Oh, I remember they watched a hummingbird. They played with a worm they found crawling along. They blew dandelion seeds and they discovered small rocks in the driveway. You know, children are such amazing little creatures. It's occurred to me that there are certain times in one's life when you no longer have children around you. Uh, For those of us who currently are and have been in the education business, it happens when we take that better paying job at the central office or we retire no more no more kids around. As I said, it perhaps happens when you retire after teaching for 30 or 40 years, no more, no more children every day. It happens to those of us who are parents when we suddenly become what's commonly referred to as empty nesters. And like a jolt from a stun gun, we realize they're gone. No more children around. Well, when we became grandparents, you realize it about 30 seconds after the car pulls out of the driveway. You've had them for a few days, and now they're gone until that next visit. The laughter of children is gone again. Well, A few years ago, I was invited to be the guest speaker at the commencement service at the Gatesville Correctional Institution for Women. I'll admit I was a a little apprehensive. I didn't know what to expect. This was certainly new territory for me. And in case you aren't aware, schools in the state's correctional institutions are actually in Texas, part of an unusual district 
known as the Wyndham Schools. Their, quote, campuses are located inside each unit. They're in Gatesville, they're in Huntsville, Texas, and other Texas correctional institutions. This district was established in back in 1969 by the Texas legislature, and it's named after James Wyndham of Livingston, a 24-year member of the Texas Board of Corrections. Talk about challenges. With little funding, few incentives for teachers, and outdated facilities, these remarkably gifted, caring educators help helplessness turn into hopefulness almost every day. Well, on this particular day that I was there, almost 90 of the inmates had successfully completed their work in order to receive their general equivalency diploma. You see, the event was held in a chapel behind tall chain-link fences lined with razor-sharp barbed wire. As my assignee accompanied me across the grounds into the chapel, a nice crowd of visitors had already gathered. From, from all appearances, it could have been in any chapel in the country. They were nicely dressed and obviously excited about their daughters, or in some cases, their wives, other cases, their mothers, other cases, friends, helping them reach this milestone. As I took my seat on the stage, I was told that each graduate was allowed to invite two adults and as many children as they had. Well, that explained the large number of children who were in attendance. And approximately at 10 a.m. on that morning, the strains of Pomp and circumstance began being played. Almost immediately, the graduations group of graduates started marching toward the front of the chapel. You see, in place of colorful flowing gowns and martyr boards, they were wearing the traditional white shirts and pants you often see in the yards and prisons around the country. There was an armed guard who stood in front of each stained glass window in that beautiful little chapel. I couldn't help but think what an unusual sight this was. As the last inmate took her place in the pews, the music ended, but in spite of all the efforts to make everyone comfortable, there was a feeling of uneasiness in the air. The principal of that division of education rose and she walked to the podium. She took a moment to survey the room and a big smile came across her face. Then in a soft, gentle voice, 
she began to speak. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, we're so thrilled and honored to have you here today. We have been looking forward to this event for months. The ladies being honored today have worked really long and hard in order to be a part of the ceremony today. And then she said, I noticed that there are a great many children in, the attend in attendance. Well, as, as you can see by looking around, we're rather crowded in this small chapel. So would those of you who are responsible for the children do me a favor? We all know that sometimes children will cry or make a little noise. So if that happens, there was a momentary pause. Uh-oh, I thought, here it comes. Oh, I thought, please, please don't ask them to leave. Please don't hurt these loved ones any more than they've already been hurt. Oh, please, just let these children make all the noise they won't do. It won't bother me. Well, she continued. If that happens, she said, please don't worry about it. You see, we don't ever hear the sound of children around here. And we need it so badly. Almost immediately, the uneasiness left the chapel. The guest smiled and chuckled softly. The children who understood the remark had a surprised look on their faces. The guards looked at each other across from the room and shrugged and smiled. Visiting grandmothers and mothers dabbed their eyes to keep their mascara from running. But the most obvious reaction came from the graduates. Many of them had tears in their eyes as they bit their lips to hold back almost unbearable emotions. Oh, sure, they missed their freedom. They missed shopping. They missed their family on the outside. But perhaps more than anything else, they missed the sounds of children. You know, for those, for those are the sounds of hope, of optimism, of joy, of carefree days. Let me tell you, the sound of children is better than any tranquilizer. It's more powerful than almost any sermon you've ever heard. Its impact can even reach the heart of those behind barbed wire fences. So today, will you do me a favor? Stop and appreciate the sounds of children wherever you are. For now, for now I know that there's no sadder, no sadder line in the world than I heard that day behind the walls 
of the Correctional Facility in Gatesville, Texas. She simply said, you see, we don't ever hear the sound of children around here, and we need it so badly. Well, that's our podcast for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you'll join us again real soon for another one. And until then, this is Randy Jordan saying thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next time here on Oh, the Stories I'll Tell.